0: my my and mai, ki hotaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Every afternoon when you hear these horns, it's me, Wallace Chapman, and today the North Island Ski Field Operator goes into voluntary administration. Shocking ski season, lack of snow, COVID. Is skiing in the 21st century becoming increasingly untenable that after four, And a new report has New Zealand ranked 136th out of 161 countries when it comes to fair wealth distribution. The organisation behind it is calling for some tax reform and a windfall tax. Also today, there's a stark decline in visitors to some of New Zealand's most famous natural landmarks. Punakaiki Rocks down 85%, Franz Josef down 83%. Also... Protesters wearing high-vis vests block a lane of Wellington's Terrace Tunnel. Minister Michael Wood says it's totally unacceptable we get our panel's take on this. Are these rail activists admirable, or is it a bridge too far? And is it better to keep food authentic, or will cultural appropriation always happen? Is it OK if we mix it up a bit? You can text me two one zero one 101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz and our panel this afternoon Heather Roy, former ACT Deputy Leader and Minister, Professional Director and Business Consultant with TalkPoint, Heather. Welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Wallace. Kia
0: Also David Cormack, Managing Partner at Draper. Cormack Group, former comms for Manager for the Green Party. David, hello. Kia Wallace. How are you? I'm very well, David. Thank you. So Heather and David with me today. And it has been announced that King Charles III's coronation will be held on May the 6th next year, planning already well underway. But reports out of the UK say Charles wants a more slimmed-down affair, fewer guests, less of the pomp and ceremony. It's unclear whether Brits will get an extra bank holiday, but here in Aotearoa, our government has moved quickly to rule a public holiday out. So what can we expect of King Charles' coronation? I'm with Dr Cindy McCreary, a Senior Lecturer in the Department of History at the University of Sydney and specialises in aspects of British Royalty. Dr McCreary, welcome. Thank you, Wallace the first monarch to be crowned in Britain in just under 70 years. What do you think we can expect of the coronation event itself?
2: Well, I think we're going to see the coronation really provide a model for how Charles wants to be seen as king. In other words, I think it will try and welcome more diverse guests. I think there will be fewer uh, peers of the realm in ermine robes and more people in modern dress. I think there will be members of other faiths other than Christianity present, and I think that the guests will include, if I may say, people of color and people from beyond Britain and the wider world, rather than just uh, sort of elites. And I think this is very much part of Charles's wish to be seen as a modern monarch who appeals to young people and people of all backgrounds. <laughs>
0: It would be the only, what, what, the second coronation to be televised. Uh, extraordinary historical, I can imagine, and the ritual itself. Some people will miss uh, the long form coronation, Cindy.
2: They may, but I think we have to remember that Elizabeth's coronation was not typical. Mm. It was an aberration because of the new technology of television it was designed very much to bring this technology to people who'd never seen it before we are of course more used to do
0: are you there cindy we'll get cindy back don't worry about that what about you <laughs> heather um is it something that you you will follow you'll watch um...
1: Oh, maybe. Um I don't feel strongly about it I have to say. I, I do think that we should still retain the monarch, but um the you know, it's a it's a pomp and ceremony sort of function, isn't it? And it's a, a tribute to an, an institution rather than the f- the Queen's funeral, which was very much focused on being a tribute to her. So it'll be interesting to see how it does look. Good but heavens,
0: um, that's a big note from yours. You might as well yeah. just be watching the chase. <laughs>
1: Well, we'll come to the chase later on. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> David Cormack, you'll be glued to this, won't you?
3: Wouldn't it be cool if Charles stood up and said, I'm abolishing the monarchy and I'm going to take the <laughs> i Noor jewel and I'm going to return it to India and I'm going to return all of the other things that this country has pillaged from all around the world. And then that would be a much better way to get young people and diverse backgrounds interested in the monarchy.
0: All in good time, though, David, right? All in good time. No, no let's, time let's, like uh, the present <laughs> Wallace. Let's get it done now.
3: Also, I just want to highlight you said it's only the second televised coronation. Second televised coronation of the British monarch. Let's not I, get okay. too. All Anglo-centric right.
0: Very good Thank <laughs> you Kia ora, David Thank you for that um, Look I'm going to we, We've just had a Wonderful panellist here Cindy Not entirely fussed About watching it. Yes. Me though I'm going to be Glued to it um, And it'll be Am I right It'll be the start Of the Carolian era Cindy oh, Sorry well, Sorry to drop
2: out before Look I think There's still discussion About whether it'll be Called the Carolian era huh. Uh, the Carolean, um, Carolingian is also a possibility, but of course that refers back to you know the medieval uh, Charlemagne. Um, I think what's less important than the way we refer to Charles's reign is is the question of whether or not, as your other panelists suggested, whether people actually bother to watch it. My guess is yes, because I think what we see today is this kind of overlapping between the interest in monarchy, but also a very ever-present interest in celebrity, and I think that those will come together actually. Um, in this in this ceremony, and that it actually will be watched by a global audience, whatever their thoughts on monarchy as a, a form of government.
0: Yeah, uh, you might have heard David saying that there are some issues uh, that will need to be addressed by um, the new the new era of um, of royalty. Right?
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, I missed uh, David's comments. But look, I mean, I think in <laughs> New Zealand, in Australia, and in around the the remaining Commonwealth realms, monarchy monarchy is clearly a topic on the table, and we know that some Commonwealth realms like Antigua and Barbuda and Jamaica are already making moves to uh, no longer have a British sovereign's head of state and to become republics. I can't comment on New Zealand. I think in Australia we know that's a, that's a debate for the next term of our current government. It's not something that Australians are going to vote on in this current term. But clearly this is an issue that many of us are interested in and I think it will lead to further discussion about the role of monarchy.
0: All right. So just finally, a slimmed down coronation, May the 6th and uh, it'll be will it be like the the Queen's funeral? It'll be a real magnet for the world's leaders?
2: I, I think it will, but I think the Charles will be keen that it is seen to reflect the British, and by which I mean the greater British, including the Commonwealth population. So I think that there will be more ordinary people invited, for example, perhaps um, individual NHS workers and others who really distinguish themselves in voluntary service. I think it will be members of community groups who will be on the guest list, not just kind of famous politicians or world leaders.
0: Very nice to have you on the program. That's Dr. Cindy McCrory there, who specialises in aspects of British royalty. And I do apologise for that uh, phone line there. Um, now, uh, David, uh, awesome idea. The royals give back the ill-gotten gains. You've got a fan here, one uh, there, David. But to the public holiday, do you think that we should have um, a pub, another public holiday for this, David? What, what are your thoughts on that?
3: Oh, I'm all for public holidays, but not yeah. for anything that celebrates the monarchy. I loved that we had Matariki because that's a New Zealand specific one. So let's have more of those instead of stupid colonial holidays.
0: But one for the coronation? That's nope. a no, May the 6th. Nope. Heather?
1: Uh, sorry, Heather? No, and I, I don't think we should have had one for the Queen's um, funeral either, to be honest. I Much as I think that what we have in terms of whether we govern our country um, actually serves us quite well at the moment Um, I I don't think that either warranted a Mm. public holiday
0: All right, very good. It's five to five, the panel. Uh, Heather Roy, what's been on your mind for I've Been Thinking?
1: Thank you. Well, I've been thinking. I'm just back from Europe. I've had four weeks over there, and so I've been thinking about travel. I was lucky enough to to go um, on a family holiday to meet my new grandson in Ireland. Um, And I have to say it was a great feeling of freedom after the last few years of COVID restraints to be able to travel again. Um, You know, I think we've taken... um, being able to move around the world freely uh, for granted for a very long time. Um, But although most of my time was spent in Ireland, we also visited the south of France and uh, ended up staying for four days in the town of Monton on the French-Italian border. And it reminded me that the world really is a village uh, because Monton has special significance for two reasons. Firstly, Catherine Mansfield uh, spent time there in 1919 and 1920 at the Villa Isola Bella um, after she contracted tuberculosis and these days we, uh, there's an annual fellowship the Catherine Mansfield Montage Fellowship uh, which is for an established creative writer to spend three months or more there uh, to work on project projects and they actually um, are given the use of the room that Catherine Mansfield once lived and worked in as their writing room uh, which is really special I think And the second thing that we discovered when we were there was uh, the grave of William Webb Web Ellis uh, oh. who the Rugby World Cup is named after and uh, someone had told us that he, he was buried there and so we went and hunt of the, the right Cemetery uh, and um, the cemetery of the old ch- chateau at the very top. Allegedly the father grave. of the game of rugby. Allegedly yes, yeah. there's a lot of controversy about that mm-hmm. but certainly he picked the ball up instead of kicking it and uh, <laughs> took off down the field. <laughs> so yeah, it, did, it did remind us that you know the world really is a village and two things that are quite significant for New Zealand, uh, Rugby and Catherine Mansfield, um, were right there at our fingertips where we were staying.
0: Uh, You mentioned Avignon. Look, I haven't Mm. travelled a lot and uh, not travelled much but for whatever reason one place I have been is Avignon. Isn't Isn't it it amazing? Oh, It's just extraordinary. I just love the old
1: city which is walled and there are so many interesting things to do there.
0: What was it like uh, being in uh, another place outside of Aotearoa having experienced that post-Covid must have been quite uh, quite a feeling.
1: Yeah, yeah it, mm. it was and um, as I say we've taken travel for granted for a very long time and then when you don't have it you actually feel, you know, denied something pretty special so it, it was great to get away and just you know, people are just taking um, Covid in their stride overseas now and so that actually was, I found, really refreshing
0: Okay, very mm. good uh, David Cormack I've been thinking. Mine's a bit less bougie than
3: that last (laughs) one. Um, Yeah, National came out today and said that they're going to repeal the proposed changes by the Labour government to bring agricultural emissions into the ETS, which is just a dumb decision. Um, The walking LinkedIn post that is Chris Luxon went on Morning Report this morning and said that National will support whatever industry wants, which as a regulatory tool has worked zero times. And I don't think Luxo or National appreciate that climate change is actually pretty bad. If it's left unchecked, it doesn't matter if we're going to become some free market utopia of late stage capitalism. Climate change and the associated weather events are going to screw us over. Every month we seem to break a new weather extreme event. It's the rainiest, it's the sunniest, it's the droughtiest. We saw snow in October for the first time in 50 years. And the dumbest thing is, is that what Labour proposed yesterday was about 95% of what industry wants anyway. There's some minor tinkering around the edges, but Labour basically agreed with what the farmers wanted. And the farming groups still whinged, because that's what farming groups do. But for National to come out and oppose it and say they'll repeal it without proposing an alternative is just so boringly National. Because the National Party under Luxon doesn't seem to stand for anything other than a tax cut for him and his rich market. What a rant. I haven't what finished. <laughs> don't cut me off. God. You you could, you've, only
0: got, you've got 90 seconds. At
3: this stage, you could basically replace the National Party website with a picture of Control Z, and it would do the same job. Maybe they don't care about climate change because, left unchecked, every house will become a beachfront property. But if we want our children and grandchildren to grow up in a country that doesn't look like Mad Max Fury Road, then we actually need to do something about it. You finished? Yeah, pretty, pretty um,
0: passionate about the old climate change, Wallace. Hey, um, are you. Fair enough, too. Fair enough. You comfortable with uh, prices uh, having to go up? Yeah, people if it were, means
3: that we still have a planet, sure.
0: It'll mean higher meat and dairy prices, and you're comfortable with people out uh, there having to put food on the table with higher prices. Maybe struggling, we'll move to a struggling.
3: more sustainable diet.
0: Alright, David Cormack (laughs) and Heather Roy with me this afternoon A lot to discuss, stay with us Here on the panel up to 5pm